0: We are four ordinary Americans who happen to be atheists, talking about current topics and religious nonsense. Welcome to the Profane Argument. Welcome to the 40th episode of the Profane Argument Podcast. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Uh, we are live streaming to YouTube, and we start recording somewhere around 9 p.m. Eastern time. On Tuesdays, if you'd like to participate in the show, you can follow us on Twitter at ProfaneArg. And if you tweet something to us, we can respond. You can also listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, this week, we will be talking about Trump is wanting to end the Johnson Amendment, as well as the Religious Freedom Act, and addressing an idea that came up in... Uh, it's the Secular Coalition emails that I wanted to, to bring up. The idea that Christianity is a key part of being a patriotic American. But first, I thought we would take a look at some of the more uh, like statewide news, but one of our listeners asked us a question. I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at the article that he sent us, but basically a teacher in Pennsylvania has started a GoFundMe account. With the idea, well, it's actually called, Buy Pat Toomey's Vote. (laughs) Uh, She was trying to raise enough money, $39,000, the equal amount of money that uh, Betsy DeVos gave him for his campaign, so that uh, she could buy his vote. Oh, Wow. (laughs) Uh, It does say on the webpage, this campaign isn't actually about buying a vote from an elected official, but it's about using satire to point out the various ways in which our elected officials can legally take money from the same people that now seek political office. And basically the question was, uh, you know, what do we think about this? What do we think about the GoFundMe and the... It didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's primarily the problem. (laughs) It Toomey's
1: a gigantic shitbag. Yes, he is. Oh, I left well, him a nice message on his Facebook page today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean he 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 was up for to the highest bidder, and she just paid more.
1: That is clear. Yes, and his phones were uh, strangely out of commission the past two Again? weeks. Again, yeah. yeah, it was the f- it was anything everybody talked about on his page. He kept going. Oh, I'm looking forward to doing this with Betsy DeVos and blah blah blah. And everyone's like, asshole. We're telling you not to do that. Answer your phone, please. Answer your phone. <laughs> and uh, he didn't. They were just jammed up, so I told him today, you you know, I think you forgot that you work for us, and uh, we'll all remember this. I didn't oh, get too profane or anything like that. I didn't call him
0: an asshole. Really wanted to. <laughs> okay, I was wondering if the FBI were going to be contacting you, you know.
1: <laughs> no, I did not threaten him. I just, I, well, I threatened him with a vote.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: unfortunately probably the best weapon we have, but we can also talk to all of our friends and all of the people that will listen to us and say, this is what he did. Look at what he did. He was purchased by Betsy DeVos. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say, I'm not wrong, right? He does work for us. Yes, he works for us. So does right? Trump. Well yeah, okay. I understand you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, so like when these guys do these things and like clearly like everybody's telling them not to do it, can't there's got there should be a law where you're like, sorry dude, you didn't listen to us and we're paying your salary, so you gotta go. A recall vote. We need
2: a recall vote in Pennsylvania. <laughs> we just need politicians who actually want to work for people.
3: Yeah. We- That's why we need congressional term limits if we had congressional term limits and people and they weren't you know concerned about being perpetually reelected and holding on to these seats for 30 40 years in some cases which is disgusting Mm. some of them might have the courage to stand up for their constituents knowing they're on the way out anyway
2: but part of it needs to be that they do not get to be lobbyists after they leave, once you hold political office, before or after, you cannot be a lobbyist. In fact, lobbyists should just be done away with, in my <laughs> opinion.
1: But and the job should pay minimum wage yeah. by the hour.
2: <laughs> well, no, if it's if it's not a career position, it should pay a, a you know a reasonable salary, upper middle class for living in Washington D.C. But that's it. That's all you get
3: for what uh, being in Congress. Yeah. Well, that-, that would be amazing if if Congress that. I mean, I'm I'm more pro term limits, but honestly, yeah, if they made. $65,000 a year?
2: In Washington, D.C., that'd be hard to live on that, but.
1: Good. Yeah. <laughs> or get some government housing for him to put up in while you're <laughs> there. There you go. It should not be a job that anybody really, like, wants. It should, should be a job where you're like, you know what? I feel like uh, I want to d- – it should be like a Peace Corps thing. Like, I want to do some good for four years, maybe eight if I'm lucky, hmm? and help out people in my in my district or my state.
0: Yeah, your goal should not be coming out as a millionaire. Right. That's no. – with and I think there's care like for the
1: rest of your life. There's only like one person in the Senate who's not a millionaire. It's probably Bernie Sanders. It's Bernie Sanders, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bernie.
2: Well, he won't take he won't take money from people, so right. he gets you know the government salary, which is decent. But you know they make all their money from
0: donations. His total reported income was somewhere around what two fifty? Yeah. Something like that. It wasn't. I mean, that's reasonable. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's still a high salary in my mind, uh, yeah, but yeah. I'm okay with that. He has an important job and he takes it seriously. I'm okay with him making that kind of money.
2: Well, I mean, and he has to travel back and forth. I mean, there's a there are you know overhead. Although I don't know if the taxpayers pay for their travel back and forth between D.C. and their district. I, I don't know. It depends. Yeah, I mean, a hundred thousand dollars if their expenses are paid, and two hundred if they're not. How
0: about that? <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. The last thing I would say about uh, the whole GoFundMe against with, with the idea of getting Toomey's vote, man, did you pick the wrong guy? If there is a guy who is going to toe the Republican Party line, it's going to be him. Yeah, well, you he, did not pick a weak link.
1: Well, he was considered swayable. <laughs> once again, fucking Pennsylvania is mm-hmm. like always on the line here. Well, I mean, the only thing that
2: uh, in his favor is he actually came up with a bipartisan weak but a bipartisan gun control bill. He did. It it was pretty reasonable. I would probably have gone a little further left, but I I was okay with it the way it was. So he has glimmers of his soul left, I think, but that was a couple years ago. So I think they're all
1: gone now. (laughs) Is that why everybody was hoping that he might be the swing? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, nope. if you look at his page though, he's just oblivious to what's going on around him. Or he's just like I'm not listening to you people. I'm just <laughs> yeah.
2: I can't imagine he's going to get um elected again next time.
1: I well, don't know. If these assholes would get out and vote. But the thing is,
2: they he was just put into office and he gets 6 years, is that right? As a congressman?
0: He's a senator. Oh. I don't know. Senator,
2: yeah. I think senators get 6.
0: Uh, I don't remember. Civics class was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I should be up on that. I'm not. Uh, So anyway, that uh, that was from a message that we got from, like I said, a listener, Boomer GVL, uh, who's apparently lives in, if I remember correctly, one of the Carolinas. Yeah. Listens to the podcast and lives in the Carolina. Good luck, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) Don't play it
1: loud in your car.
0: (laughs) Did have a few things that I wanted to comment on from our last episode. Uh, We had a discussion about what the biggest religion is. Mm -hmm. If you remember, Uh, so Islam. Is one point three billion people, and that's regularly touted by a lot of and a lot i'm not saying that's a bad thing there's a lot of people who insult islam the the a, a big retort is well, so you're insulting one point three billion people, yes <laughs> And, and and the answer to that is no. Like, we, you can say something bad about Islam without meaning that that affects all Muslims.
2: Well, just like you can say something bad about Christianity, but not about the
0: Christians. Right. Same thing. In any case, 1.3 billion Muslims in the world. Christianity, 2.1 billion. Whoa. Ah, uh, yeah.
2: But are the Mo- Muslims gaining on the Christians?
0: Are they breeding more? I don't know. I don't have any statistics to back that up. However, if you take a, like we said, if you break it down and take a look at the different portions of religion, now this is from an older, uh, what was this, 2013, but it has Catholicism as 1.2 billion. So if you break it between Catholicism, Protestants, break it all down, then Islam is higher than any one sect of Christianity. But
2: I mean, there's even two- but then,
0: Islam can be broken down into different, right? Beliefs: so. Shia
2: and Sunni, and Wahhabi.
0: No, Wahhabism is a. That's not an actual. Oh, okay. Wahhabism is just a, a a term meaning someone who's more fervent. Ah, okay. About their religion. So, in any case, those are the those are the stats. Uh, the other thing that was brought up, I think. I originally made this statement about health insurance or life insurance companies giving uh, a hassle uh, for the death with dignity cases. Yes. If somebody lawfully commits suicide, I said that, well, there's there's definitely, you know, if somebody commits suicide, it, it forfeits their life insurance. That's actually not true. In most every case, life insurance will still pay out on a suicide um, but there is a, like a probationary period. You can't go get millions of dollars in life insurance and then off yourself. <laughs> There's like a, I forget what it's called, but they, they basically can, uh, it's a probationary period where if you off yourself right away, they can say, well, okay, he got the insurance just to do this and we're not going to pay out.
2: That, that's fair enough.
1: Wait, are you telling me those movies where the cop has to die in the line of duty? Or his, or his family won't get the fucking insurance money. <laughs> it's bullshit. He could just could have killed himself.
0: <laughs> well, well, I imagine the police have uh, a life insurance policy through their, you know, departments, or they could, which would pay in line of duty, but in no other.
2: Well, plus, um, in a lot of cases, you get more money if it's um, accidental or in, li- or in line of duty, as opposed to just you know dying from cancer, which doesn't make any sense. But it's, it's unexpected death. Is usually usually pays more, and it's interesting because the older you get, it usually life insurance usually pays less. Really, it's like <laughs> gambling. It's really... it is, yeah, yeah. You don't get the the million dollar payoff if you die at ninety two. That's not the way it works. They expect hmm. you to die then, so you get paid less, or your family gets paid less.
0: But there is no there is no need for a death with dignity law to specifically say anything about life insurance. Um, for the most part, like I said, suicides do not invalidate life insurance. So. So there you go. There you go. Cool. Uh, the other thing, the last thing that I wanted to follow from last time, uh, we talked about Arkansas and the state capitol and the satanic temple trying to put a statue. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that was a sweet sounding statue, too. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, so they passed uh, state representative Kim Hammer, uh, yeah. sponsored a bill that declared what is happening at the capitol grounds an emergency situation. <laughs> and... Uh, the bill is to take power away from the Capitol Arts and Grounds Commission and make it so that the Arkansas House would have to approve anything being built on the uh, Capitol grounds. Oh, come on. So they basically made it so that uh, they would have to vote on it before putting it in, which, which just means the Satanic Temple statue will never go in because they'll always vote against it but then it also means that the moment they vote for the ten command actually they've already voted for the ten commandments monument so as soon as that goes in it completely opens up the grounds for legislative lawsuits oh yeah Yeah, yeah.
3: the aclu should be all over that oh yeah
0: and they are flush with cash so
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's true quite
2: recently (laughs) although they're probably pretty busy i'm thinking they could probably hire a few more lawyers though at
0: this point I think they got a couple more important things going on, but true. Well, but this, this is important though. This definitely make the list. It,
2: I mean, it, it is, is. It's the whole slippery slope argument. You, you allow this, and there's no going back once, you, once it's been there for a year and a half.
3: I was going to say, and haven't, hasn't, haven't you learned your lesson that you've got to? You can't just, you know, abolish things or flip things over. You just got to chip away. Yeah, it's got to chip away. Got to, got to take those abortion rights away one at a time, not all at once. <laughs> so we just got to keep chipping back. Yep. Got to put one brick back in place at a time. <laughs>
2: So, no, we can't let it go. It, it Not acceptable is not acceptable.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think Ray was saying let it go. No. Was just saying that no. they had important things on their – They do. <laughs> well,
2: maybe Freedom From from Religion Foundation can take this one. Yeah, maybe. They yeah.
0: have uh, they have several attorneys on staff, so sure. Yeah.
2: I don't think we have the funds to take this on. We're kind of – it's out of our jurisdiction, so <laughs> –
0: so the next thing I have is new news. The Texas Board of Education has voted to keep evolution-doubting language in high school biology textbooks. It basically, they it came up for a vote, and the, uh, the move was to take out some phrasing from the textbooks that were put in in 2009. And the, the phrasing is very, very vague. It doesn't have any specifics to religion or creationism but what it does is it asks students to analyze and evaluate various evolutionary processes including the complexity of the cell and proposed transitional fossils you lost me <laughs> so it basically in the books it says question what we're what this book is saying mm. in in the book you're reading it says that you need to take your own analysis as to whether or not a cell could be this complex on its own and could have evolved to this state. So, as as opposed to just saying, look, this is evolution, this is how it works, it says, this is evolution, do you think? Well, it's, it says, this is the theory of evolution. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: that's fine. It's that's, that's that's accurate phrasing.
2: It is. But it's the it's same argument, though. It's the chipping away. And you, you're not...
3: Oh, no, I think... People should always be encouraged to think for themselves. I think this is perfectly reasonable. I think they're doing it for a backwards reason, but every book should say that that isn't math.
0: All right, here's, a, <laughs> here's one of the quotes that you probably won't agree with as much. Uh, it says to examine, quote, all sides of the scientific evidence. And it suggests that there are sides in the evolutionary argument mm. that, you, that you should uh, try and choose which side you're on.
3: I think if they took some time to examine the other side, they would realize it was ridiculous.
0: (laughs) Well,
1: you got to understand something, Ian, though. These are probably kids who are being indoctrinated. I can't. I I call it Ray's disease (laughs) 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 at an early age. So, you know, I don't think they're going to look at it that way and say, oh, I'm going to critically think about this. First of all, what teenager can critically think anyway? (laughs) Well, sure.
2: (laughs) Well, plus that, it gives the teachers an out to, you know, a wink and a nod of, Ask your pastor what he thinks about this
1: kind of thing. Well, I guess a lot of it determines, too, is what, at what age are they teaching this? Because if it is in high school, like most kids are probably not going to be like, OK, that's just stupid.
2: This particular one is a ninth grade biology textbook. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, Maybe I'm
1: kind of with Ian at that point. But but I, I have a feeling by I, – I, when I was in ninth grade, I probably considered myself an atheist. or I mean an agnostic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sure. You know, so I don't know that's how
0: much – this phrasing allows, if you're not an agnostic, if you are raised in a Christian family, this kind of phrasing allows you to go, oh, I can just disregard everything that's in this book.
2: Well, I, yeah, it gives you the, You can do that without this phrasing. But,
0: this is true.
2: But it gives you the out, because this is the scientific book that's been given you in class by by the government, and it is wishy-washy. So if your textbook is wishy-washy, oh, crap. I mean, the, the theory must not be that strong. It's, it's just weak.
1: Right, but we live in a day and age, though, where, like, a kid is not just- you know, in that little bubble of his own little area and that book, they have the internet now and TV. I mean, it's so hard to, Mm. you know, insulate them to, I mean, even though you said Christianity had, what was it? 2.3 billion people.
2: Sounds right. Yeah.
1: They must be losing people left and right (laughs) to to go, to be this fucking desperate. True. Mm. But this seems like a fairly kind of recent, like I just remember when I was in school and you went to science class Like, there was no question about it. There was no... It wasn't even like, oh, man, we're learning about evolution today. Oh, hot button subject. Like, you were just (laughs) taught that, and it was over. Right. It was like now, like, what... Like, they've even got to me where I think about it like, oh, I do not envy any teacher having to teach on that day. Mm -hmm. Like, what kind of shit they must be going through.
2: Yeah, you mean, you got the students that are protesting and the parents that don't want it to be taught to their special snowflake children and all kinds of nonsense. Yeah, I mean, back then, the the curriculum was not questioned by anybody. You were just taught. Interesting.
0: Hmm.
2: I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it because it, it's, it gives wiggle room to, to to the science. And that's never a good thing.
1: Very true. I say let's keep Texas dumb.
2: <laughs> they can't... Well, no, I'm not going to pick on all of Texas. There are some <laughs> smart people in Texas.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to move this up a little bit because we're going to be hitting... We can't avoid uh, what is going on in the news now with Trump. So... Ian, do you want to tell us first about the the stuff that was going on in Texas? What uh, mm-hmm. Trump said in Texas that yeah. got him in a little water, hot water. Uh, I
3: was going to say I would love to think that he was in hot water, but uh, I'm sure he's not. I'm sure <laughs> when we say he's in hot water, that's like when the news says there was you know backlash on Twitter or outcry on the internet. It means absolutely nothing. He yeah. was uh, at, let me. I I don't remember what um, I'm reading now to see what. What the official function he was at? It
1: was the annual sheriff's.
3: <laughs> was that, that, oh, National <laughs> Sheriffs Association. He yeah, was they speaking. all came
1: and visited him.
3: Yes, the National Sheriffs Association, and there was a uh, sheriff Harold Evanson. In he said, there are some lawmakers here in Texas that are putting forward some legislation that would. Uh, make changes to our currently unrestricted civil forfeiture policy, which I use to fund my department when I can't get enough money for the things that I want.
1: Margarita machine. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. And, and other things. And Trump's response was, he said, who is this state senator? Want to give me his name? We will destroy his career. And everybody said, ha, 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 because that's funny. <laughs> yeah. And then Trump went on to say what good people sheriffs are. And again, I don't want to go into too much of it. If there's anybody out there who is unfamiliar with civil forfeiture, it is the practice where law enforcement officials can accuse your things of being implicit in a crime and arrest your things and take them from you. Um, This includes your cash Anything that – anything that you have that they want. Your house. They can, <laughs> yeah, they can say, I suspect that this item of yours was involved in a crime. It's mine now, and you have no recourse.
2: Right. Yeah, so, you are presumed guilty.
1: Yeah. Well, it is
3: presumed guilty. Right. You can't act.
2: Right.
0: Right. They don't even have to charge you. No, well,
1: you they, don't Well, that's have because be. they don't charge you. They charge the item.
3: Right. 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 That That three grand you have in your wallet – uh, I think it was previously involved in a drug transaction. We're going to take that down to the station and investigate. You'll never get it back.
2: Right. And they, for yeah. for the, the most dishonest of them, usually we'll get people that are driving through. If you drive through some of these places, get pulled over, and you have a lot of cash in your car, you're not seeing it again.
1: Yeah. It's Absolutely. Just, yeah. So, so you're when dying, asked, you don't have any cash in the car. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. No, that yeah.
3: is – really some genuinely valuable advice that i have (laughs) lived my life on never ever ever for any reason volunteer any information to law enforcement officials when you are the one being stopped or being questioned there's never been a case in the history of mankind where they went oh Thank you for being honest. That's the good policy. You're a good citizen. Move on. Mm -hmm. They went, thanks for making my job easier, dummy. (laughs) Give me all your stuff and you're going to jail. Their only interest is to rob you and put you in prison (laughs) when you are the one being questioned. They are absolutely out there keeping keeping criminals at bay Mm -hmm. and doing their best to uphold the law. However, when you are on the receiving end, honesty is never the best policy and always keep your mouth shut.
2: Yes, silence is always the best policy. I mean, unless you have requested their assistance. Yeah, you are in an adversarial relationship.
1: Yes, and sometimes even when you do that, you are <laughs> sometimes. Yes, yeah, yes. There are there are many cases
3: of help. Call the police. My my, you know, acquaintance, my loved one is in danger. I think they're going to kill themselves. That only means the police are going to come up and shoot them instead. <laughs> they will not be there to help you
0: the the only thing first off i am not going to i'm not disagreeing with anything that you have just said except i want to put a qualifier in there that if you are carrying a weapon if you're carrying a firearm mm. you should disclose that 100 of the time yes <laughs> because yeah, the last don't thing you want is a,
1: don't be like hey i got this <laughs> hands right. on
2: the steering wheel.
0: First thing officer, you said. <laughs> I wish to inform you that I am carrying a weapon. This is where it is located.
1: Yes. yes. And sometimes even that'll still get you shot.
0: Uh, right. But
1: that – uh, again,
3: as long as as long as you're white, you should be okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, you know, recommend all sorts of things like that. You should have a license well, not your license, it's probably in your wallet or purse, but your registration and insurance should be together in the same location, in your glove box, in an easy to display billfold if possible it makes your life so much better when you get pulled over absolutely
1: yeah and it turns out you don't have to talk to the cops no you don't have to say a goddamn thing follow instructions end of the list yep
3: yeah i mean don't don't be cavalier about it because that's only gonna
1: right yeah don't be an asshole no (laughs) right
3: (laughs) if they if they tell you you know hey sir please roll down your window and you say no you can hear me just fine through the window i'm not doing that Then backup is coming Mm. and then you're going to prison Yep, because it's only going to escalate from there. Do your best not to escalate the situation. (laughs) But again, be mindful. Either way, the point of my story is civil forfeiture. Some places are trying to get a handle on this nonsense. The sheriffs are now going directly to the president and asking him to use his uh, vigilante style (laughs) government to put these put these rogue elements in place because, as you know, If cops can't take your stuff, the cartels win.
1: (laughs) I have to wonder, though, like what Trump supporter hears this and goes, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Thanks, Donald. Well, always looking out for us.
2: The only people they're taking money from duh, are drug dealers. They just can't prove anything, so they just take the money.
1: Right. So that again, always- it's going to have to fall under those. When it happens to you, then you'll be like, "Oh shit, that does sound like a bad thing." Right. Right. If
2: you're if you're going to buy, um, you know, a Harley Davidson for cash because that's the only thing the guy will take, and it's twenty five thousand dollars, and the, the, the sheriff takes it. Now it's a problem.
1: Yeah. Yep. Don't leave your state. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> but that's for sure. But yeah, anything like that. You know yeah. if you if you're pay, yeah if you're going to purchase a large ticket item if your family had to loan you uh you know a bunch of money to pay rent if you are leaving the poker table and you're up a couple grand that's gone that's gone if they want to take it from you yep. and there is no recourse and if you try to make legis- if your legislators try to stand up for you they will be destroyed
2: <laughs> <laughs> by the
0: president by
3: our personally. president <laughs> guy is a goddamn turd
0: so i think i think on that note it leads straight into the next thing we were going to talk about the fact that uh that trump thinks that putin has done is okay Uh, i don't have the details on this did you did you pull it up jared are you
1: well it's it stems from an interview that happened on sunday oh the bill o'reilly right right it was uh before the Super Bowl, i believe which is kind of odd but it was on fox so it kind of makes sense at one point (laughs) Uh, Bill O'Reilly asked our president, do you respect Putin? And the Donald answered with, yeah, I respect him. He's a good leader. He does this. He's got things on lockdown. Um, He's like, I respect a lot of people. So therefore, it's OK that I respect this guy. <laughs> I guess somehow that justifies it. And then Bill O'Reilly goes, but he's a killer. And the Donald's response was, well, we're not so innocent either. We got a lot of killers in our country as well. And Bill O'Reilly said, well, I can't think of any elected official who would kill a journalist or killed anybody. And Donald replied with, "Eh, you look it up. They're out there. You you just got to look it up and moved on. (laughs) Wow. And uh, everybody is saying that there's a uh, false equivalency or even to just suggest that anybody in our country would resort to those tactics and that we're just as bad as Putin.
0: So I have a question. Do you think that what uh, what Trump was referring to is the, the Hillary stuff? The no. idea that Hillary has killed he, people? No. The,
1: uh, no. Well, all the surrogates were out after that, and they were referring to like the, some of the shit that the CIA did try to do with uh, Castro, You know, all the kind of shady shit that we do in other countries.
3: Uh, I, I, I don't doubt that's what they said, but I don't believe that for a second. I think Trump was unintentionally alluding to things to come.
2: <laughs>
3: that's what I was thinking. <laughs>
0: 100%.
2: Well, let, let's go back to the, the first preface. So let's say um, back in the 60s or 70s, the CIA decided they were going to take out Castro. So they t- sent a uh, somebody down there to kill him. Is that equivalent? And this is a really dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Is that equivalent to Putin ordering a journalist to be killed?
1: Absolutely not.
2: No. All right. So is that equivalent to Putin having an opponent killed?
1: Absolutely not.
2: All right. So I, well, we, we are not, you know, uh, Pure. I'll acknowledge that, but the scale is really wide, and we're on opposite ends. <laughs> yeah. Of what you know, the United States officially, official government offices have done versus what Putin has done. He's killed numerous people, including journalists and opponents.
0: So, with this, I have another question. So, he with with Trump saying this and saying that uh, America has done has done stuff. Look it up. <laughs> and then he also said to I forget who he was addressing, but he was talking about how America had, oh, American journalism had not covered all the terrorist attacks. Mm.
1: Oh yeah, that they're huh. just choosing yeah. not to to so it doesn't get blown out of proportion. But he couldn't. Right. But he couldn't so cite
0: an example. He couldn't cite an example. But I'm wondering, is he Bowling Green Master. Ma- yeah. If he, <laughs> is he making references to things that he is hearing in the top secret security briefings? That no. he can't help but make reference to?
1: No. I don't No, I believe what Trump's problem is, is that he does not think before he talks. And he just says shit. And then once he says it, he can't back down from it. It was a stupid thing that I know plenty of people in my real life who do this. Yeah. They'll make a statement so outrageous to get their point across, so you'd be like, that's not true. And they'll be like, yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And then they'll insist that it was true forever, right? despite all the evidence.
2: The disadvantage to your friend is that they don't have Kellyanne Conway. Making shit up on the back end.
1: <laughs> right. They But they try to tr- – what they do is they play cleanup and damage control after him, after he yeah. says this shit.
2: Yep. Huh.
1: So – but he's getting a lot of pushback on this one. He, he is. coming from Republicans. Well, he's yeah. Cane. He, sp-
2: he spoke sort poorly
1: of, but- about the country, so yeah, he's going to – And they don't well, like him because that- they don't like Russia. What, mm-hmm. what,
3: did, then, did you see that O'Reilly's getting pushback?
1: No, <laughs> he's actually getting uh,
3: – No, the Kremlin, Kremlin- – the Kremlin tweeted has has <laughs> demanded that he come on Fox News and apologize for what he said about Mr. Putin.
1: <laughs> oh, he's getting that. OK, I meant like good pushback, like, <laughs> like, oh, you're no, an I asshole. Mean, for-
3: no, absolutely. I mean, this was <laughs> they were like, hey, you need to come and apologize. By the way, Vladimir Karamuza. So apologize. <laughs> who is the guy who they are constantly poisoning and he's now in a coma because mm-hmm. he's the leader of the Russian opposition party. <laughs>
1: He didn't even really say anything that much. He just said he was a killer.
3: Yeah, no, he is not a killer. He is a brave leader. <laughs>
1: and how has O'Reilly responded to this?
3: Uh, I'm sure he's unfazed.
1: Yeah. Well, of course, th- of course that that portion of the interview leaked early and there was a lot of cleanup on the Sunday morning talk shows and they had Mike Pence on Meet the Press and they they couldn't get him to say that he didn't respect Putin. Right. Mm. Um, he kept dancing around it. And so there must have been some order coming down the chain, like, don't even think about condemning Putin when you're out there in those interviews.
0: Yeah, what was the question they asked, Pence? It was something like, "Do you, would you say that America has a higher moral ground than Russia? Right.
1: And he wouldn't and say he- yes to that. No, like he
0: refused to say yes. He refused to say the word Russia. He was like, "I <laughs> think America's really good." Yeah, he's we're like, really "I think we're, we're above a we're, lot of people." Yeah, we're above most people. It's like that's there not is something
1: th- fucking going on there. It, there is so much smoke here. I cannot believe there. I hope there's somebody investigating all this shit.
3: What's going? I see. I don't. I think it was just. I think the original incident was just. Again, in addition to probably things to come, was just somehow Donald Trump accidentally being honest. Because not the respect part, but the thinking our country is so innocent, I totally agree with him. That is naive to think that we don't that we do less nefarious things than Russia.
0: Well, abroad
1: i, don't, I no I, one's I, saying we, that we're, we're completely not innocent, but we don't kill journalists, do we?
2: No, I can't imagine.
1: Do uh, political uh, opponents get wiped out when they oppose somebody? No.
3: No, there's a
2: little less – we're
3: we're a little – we're not quite on front street with the whole murder thing. But uh, (laughs) again, and like Ray said, I think it's abroad, we're out of control. Abroad, we do whatever we want whenever we want.
2: With the drone Mm, drone strikes. Not quite. With the drone (laughs) strikes and the CIA and stuff. I I mean this – it's
3: forever. Does anybody remember the Shah of Iran? Right. (laughs) Yeah, but that's not –
1: I don't know. It's just –
3: Hey, I, like just someone, say, we went in and shot him in the face, and said, no, our guy's in charge, and then we left.
0: <laughs> Not quite the same as taking out your local political opponent, taking out journalists. Well, that, yeah, I, that's that's what of, I wanted to ask Ian. I'm like, yeah. do
1: you feel that those two things are equivalent, what we've done in, in the past, and who knows now, as to what Vladimir Putin is currently doing, and it's in countries?
3: <laughs> I think so, because I think they're just catching up.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I think we've I think
3: we've evolved – Beyond, like, you know, gangs of New York style fights to the death in the street, which is still going on in Russia. And, and, you know, we're just, you know, we're, we're busy tapping everybody's phone, reading everybody's email, keeping everybody under surveillance, you know, keeping everybody quiet.
1: Yeah, but nobody's getting black bagged and taken to sites and disappearing mysteriously in our country. I don't know. Have you, have, have you, that- like, let me put it this way: Hillary Clinton's still alive. <laughs> to my right, knowledge, I think,
3: she, I think she's you're right. She and she is very high profile. But I'm saying, if people are getting black bagged effectively, then there's no reason I should know about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't I think t- until there's until there's actually evidence of that going on. I think we actually right. well, assume that we, that's not the case. <laughs> sure,
2: I, I think the United States has has evolved beyond doing that. We assassinate people politically now, not actually. I mean. There have been lots of people that have been just crushed by yeah. innuendo and by you know investigative reporting and you know, background checks and things like that. We we and a lot of stuff which previously would have been ignored is no longer ignored. You are a definite target for political assassination.
0: Now I wouldn't put it past someone like Bannon or Flynn getting it in their mind if they get powerful enough mm-hmm. that they can. Well, why can't we do that? I can take out an ordinary person. <laughs>
1: Well, it's obvious that's what they want and I think they got their foot on the gas pedal too hard because they're like, "Hey, we're only uh, 5 days in. Hey press, you better shut up and get in line."
0: <laughs> now like, we're whoa. just to the point where give me give me the name and I'll I'll ruin them I'll ruin their career.
2: Well, here's right. a, here's a scary thought. I mean, Trump on national television declared, "We do this." Now he has a license to do it. He said on national television, this is what we do. So why doesn't he do it? At this point,
0: well, Dubai. because it's illegal, but right,
2: so he's trying to assassinate the president of Cuba. Doesn't mean we stopped, didn't stop us before.
0: Well, that's illegal, that illegal in Cuba,
2: but. <laughs> it's illegal in Cuba.
0: Well, yeah, but we don't follow Cuban law, <laughs> no, we don't. All right, I'm gonna move on. Uh-huh. We're dragging that into the ground. Okay, <laughs> Ian thinks America a very dark sucks. Hole. He's on a watch list,
1: <laughs> my watch list. <laughs>
0: So, I don't know. I just wanted to, to bring this up real quick. I wanted to know what the actual ruling was on the immigration ban and how the court determined that they could stop it. So, it took me a while to figure this out. No, and none of the... Like, I tried CNN and the AP. Maybe they have links. But eventually, I was able to find it on fortune.com. actually has the full text from the order from uh, the district court. And if anyone was curious, because I really was, basically what they cited, there's four different parts. I'm not going to go into them, but basically what they cited was that the people who were affected by the ban, there's a strong likelihood of success in establishing that their rights were violated. So it's personal rights. Uh, It states that there's imminent danger that there would be substantial and irreparable injury to refugees visa holders and other individuals from nations under subject. And that the removal of it would not injure other parties interested in, in the proceeding. And there, that's their reasoning on how it got stricken down. There was nothing about the ban being unconstitutional. Mm. So it didn't actually address the ban directly. It just squashed it based on the fact that people's rights were being violated. Well, that, I thought that was very interesting.
2: Well, the fact that the rights were violated, though, means it was unconstitutional. I think that's kind of the definition
0: of... Well, sure, but there was nothing about um, the fact that it was specifying, like we said, religious minorities from the Muslim-majority no, right. countries. Mean-
3: right, issuing a religious test.
2: Mm. right. Didn't even get
0: that. There's nothing yeah.
3: about that. Well, there's. Is there more on this tonight? Is while we're recording? Are they? They were ruling another,
1: on it, weren't they? Or they were? Yeah, another court
3: of appeals is is hearing.
2: Yeah, at six o'clock they had a hearing via telephone, oh. but no. As I, as far as I know, they have not given their opinion on what people said in the in the uh, mini trial, whatever you call it. <laughs> so, it, it, supposedly, it'll be today tomorrow.
0: Yeah. What it was an appeal that they had put together. It, but it was a very – I forget how they worded it. It wasn't an appeal against – it wasn't saying that you're wrong. It was just saying you don't have the right to do anything about this. Right. They,
2: basically, the Trump administration, the Justice Department, is saying that the president's office has the sole right to determine immigration into this country. It is not the right of the court to say that they can't change the rules
0: so this appeal i don't see how this appeal could go through in any way because of course it is the judicial system's right to determine whether or not people's rights have been violated yes. right yeah
1: it's shocking <laughs> <laughs> how dare the judicial system disagree with our lord and savior glorious <laughs> leader trump
2: yeah uh, it is pretty much that outrageous
0: the way that they've been approaching it i mean it's, it's almost as though the people doing this don't actually know What the law is. Now, maybe I'm missing something, because I don't know the law. I am in no way educated in this, uh, you know, apart from watching Law & Order.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are you saying that we should have elected somebody who had some experience at governing?
0: (laughs) Maybe a little. I don't know.
1: And put people in charge of shit who had experience governing?
0: (laughs) Well, I just don't see how this appeal has any chance whatsoever. Well, the, the other possibility,
2: though, is that this is just a red herring. This is to, um, you know, placate the voters, the people that voted for Trump and say, I tried to guard a Muslim ban, but they wouldn't let me do it. In the meantime, they're doing all this other nefarious shit behind the scenes that we're not paying attention to because we're paying attention to this, which they don't really expect to win.
3: I don't know. We're paying a lot of attention now these days. We, we are. Yeah,
1: I, I can't imagine what they're going to slip by that nobody knows about. But right.
2: are you exhausted by all of it? I'm exhausted by all of it of it. it i am yeah, gotta, but, but i'm fighting. <laughs> yeah but I, yeah I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying to keep up but god damn
1: <laughs> my my only worry karen is that it's hard to not maybe not not, not so much not know about what's going on but focus on one, one thing, thing. To, you know what i'm saying like you get spread thin
0: yes yeah so i don't know who originally said it but somebody said that you know that they're going to start making changes piecemeal like one thing at a time and eventually you're going to get to the point and you're going to say how the hell did this happen <laughs> yeah and if you if you're able to look back and see the progress you can you'll be able to to, to maybe fight it along the way so that's th- there's a i'm gonna have to see if i can find it but one of our friends that we have lunch with mentioned that there's a blogger who's been keeping track of every little change that has been made since the inauguration so that they can go back and see, like, the chain of events and see maybe what's coming. Um, and that's kind of w- why what I wanted to do in this podcast as well. But the next thing that I wanted to, to mention, there's an article on Mother Jones. I know Mother Jones is very left-leaning, but um, <laughs> the article is entitled, If You Like the Inquisition, You'll Love the House Science Committee. Mm-hmm.
3: I so, want to hear more.
0: <laughs> the The House Science Committee, the chairman of the House Committee on Science, Space, and Technology, Lamar Smith, he is loving the new Trump stuff. Uh, he completely rejects global warming. He is completely against the theory of evolution.
2: This is the science. And, the
0: Science Committee, you said, right?
2: Yeah, the chairman. Yes.
0: Okay. So, he is going nuts. He is trying to do everything that he can to... Well, he was part of the reason that the EPA got gagged, that they cannot uh, just go out and report their findings. It has to go through government committee first. And it has to go through his government committee. So... Good luck with that. The article basically compares what's going on in our science departments, our governmental science groups, with uh, what happened in the Inquisition. It's a little over the top, but I found it amusing, and I'll, I'll post it to the uh, the website.
2: Well, I, I, I personally would make it more like the Dark Ages. It was, you know, the, the lack of advancement, and the lack of science. That's what the Dark Ages were all about.
0: Yes, definitely. Well, and the Inquisition was part of yeah part of that, but I mean it's basically it what it comes down to is anybody any scientist who comes up with a paper with an article or whatever and is going against the uh this committee they are pulling them in and questioning them about where their money comes from who uh, how their research is done they're they're pulling an inquisition on all the scientists well, that's involved. all scientists
2: that work for the government presumably it's e p a Scientists won't put up with that. They will leave and go work for you know the higher education and industry, and they will continue their work, just not for the government. So yeah, the data, they're already
1: going rogue.
2: They are already going rogue. They're not scientists. Like to be published a
1: lot. <laughs> this is, and isn't is they cat out of the bag already anyway. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> like who doesn't know the environment's fucked? Christians. Besides the deniers. But, right, but, but was there any amount of evidence that was going to change their opinion? No. no, no. Other than walking outside and, and bursting in the flames,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could only hope. And What's somehow
1: it? they'll blame that on gay people, but <laughs> like, like anybody else who already knows the truth is going to be like, okay, well, you know, that sucks. I guess for idiots, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> this is this is just another one of those things. It's one. Of, it's one of these little things that's happening behind the scenes mm. that people really aren't hearing about. Right and and it's the well, idea see, that the individual scientists that- are being pulled in and questioned about their their own private dealings. Yeah,
1: but I thought we all knew that already.
3: I don't think so. Yeah. Oh. Not not that not that the uh, House Science Committee is now effectively the church or the Church of Scientology, <laughs> and they are forcing scientists to pay so that they can surveil themselves <laughs> and that they have to come in and say what they've been doing and. Make sure they weren't doing anything that, uh, you know, that Rex Tillerson doesn't approve of, or that's going to cost Trump any money. But didn't job-killing regulations. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought, I thought, what Trump wanted the list of all the scientists that had gone to climate change summits and stuff like that.
2: He backed off on that. There is a big outcry and a bunch of people telling him no, so he's, he he backed off for the moment. Right. <laughs> For the moment, for the moment
0: yeah. I thought I'm I heard
3: something where Trump wanted a list and started rounding people up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know.
0: Yeah. Uh, another thing from this article: there's a House rule change they put in. It's called the Holman Rule, but uh, it gives Congress the ability to target an individual, uh, any federal employee, in appropriations and reduce their salary to one dollar. What? It's an, yeah, Holman for what Rule. Reason? Uh, Because they didn't do what the committee approved. Wow. So if they go against the committee, they they don't have to fire you. They can just reduce your salary to a dollar. Yeah. So it allows them to not only bring them in and question them, but specifically target anyone that they want to who works for uh, under appropriations bill.
1: Well, you know what? Let's put a call out now. All scientists, leave your job in the government. (laughs) <laughs> seriously
2: well the, the, the problem is there's another there's another step though because a lot of um, higher education research is done with federal grant money yeah so the next step is that you know you study the things and you, you find the findings that we want or you don't get federal grant money anymore so there's a next step to this beyond
0: the scientists just not working for the government Well the one uh, the one research andrew rosenberg center for science and democracy said, people are going to say, maybe I shouldn't work on anything controversial. No. Maybe I shouldn't risk being subpoenaed or deposed.
2: Yeah. People need to take their own personal circumstances into account. I understand.
0: Yeah. yeah. So they're they're driving scientists away from climate change study. I have a question. Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think is the next country that's going to rise above us and be the f- the number one science and innovator? And you know, you know how like we pretty much run everything.
2: Yeah, China's
0: really we have, stepping up.
2: I was going to say
3: China, every Scandinavian country, mm-hmm. uh, Canada.
0: I think Germany has a Germany has a really good Chi- grasp on science yeah. and yeah. engineering. Wait, China, Look, I'm right. just looking for places to move because,
1: <laughs> like, I know we're like we're not we're just not going to get the best of the best anymore. Nobody's going to want to come here. No. To do anything, so uh, we're gonna have shitty doctors, shitty scientists.
2: Well, besides the fact that a whole bunch of them can't get here. I mean, we we have I don't, don't remember how many uh, students at the university had to tell. Okay, you know, you're here now. Don't leave because we can't guarantee you can get back. That's terrifying. Yeah. So yeah, brain drain. Um, China is on track to have the largest number of solar arrays because they're trying to deal with their massive pollution problem.
0: Yeah, that's a that's another. Thing. I don't want to go live in China though. I'd be looking to Scandinavian countries. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you.
2: A little chilly up there, but seems no, really very democratic it. and nice.
0: <laughs> uh, so the next thing I have is an article from the AP, and it's specifically about Bannon. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's talking. It basically starts out. People are beginning to pay attention to the man behind the curtain. Uh, they refer to Bannon as the man behind the curtain, and. They have a uh, some of uh, quotes of his. I don't know if anybody had anything. The article is kind of generic about how Bannon is uh, you know, taking control. He's using Trump to do whatever he wants. And man, I, I also wanted to, to bring up. Did you, uh, I know everyone else did? Jared, did you watch Saturday Night Live and see the the Bannon skit mm-hmm. in the oh, beginning? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I think I said this last week. <laughs> You keep saying Bannon's the real president, and Don Lilhan's going to get very, very pissed off, and he did. Yeah. Did you see his tweet?
0: About Uh, which one?
1: Uh, He tweeted out – he didn't specifically say anything about Siren It Live, but I just noticed all week that there's just been a lot of memes with, like, a little Donald Trump sitting on Steve Bannon's lap, (laughs) filling out executive orders. So Trump tweets out – I'm, and this is in bold letters. I make my own, dis- or I call my own shots. Nobody is controlling me, or something to that effect. <laughs> he's a, right. he's a big boy. <laughs> so I'm telling you, put the pressure on President Bannon. Mm. Just keep it up. Trump will fire him. Just <laughs> save face, yeah.
0: Yeah, there was a, there was a political cartoon. That, it was from France, I'm pretty sure, but it was a, a drawing of Trump and Bannon, and at the, so they're in a bedroom. At the door is the Statue of Liberty looking in with her eyes like uh, as big as saucers, and it's Trump with a a gag on the bed with Bannon on top of him, writing him (laughs) with a with a writing crop. It (laughs) was uh,
1: gross. I don't want to hear about this cartoon
0: anymore. (laughs) Oh, it was amazing, and that's from France. That's the that's what they're getting in France. So
1: (laughs) now, granted, if Bannon is holding the P tape. Mm-hmm. Then maybe that's that's how he stays there.
2: <laughs> I can't imagine Trump can't. His ego won't let that happen. It, it, no, it, not well, he possible. Might not,
1: he might be like, look, I got, I have to do this because he has the P tape. <laughs> and if the P tape gets out, I'm done.
2: I don't think he would be though. Why would
0: he be done? No, it depends on what's on it. He would be
1: done. That's. I think ah. we talked about this last week. Yeah, we, we said, did. Yeah, photo evidence is way different than hearsay. Yeah, yeah.
0: and and. Something like that would drive away all of his Christian support. And, you know, I, I,
1: that's the thing that's always kind of bugged me about this situation. Are like we clearly? I mean, can we all assume that there is some connection between Putin and Trump, or they they have something there on has him? To There's be. something oh, yeah. going on there, right? Yeah. How does Bannon fit into that picture with Russia? Uh, I don't think I don't he know.
2: does. I, he's just an opportunist. He saw an opportunity to control the president of the United States, and he took it.
1: Right. But that's the thing. Who's like, so but would Putin let Bannon, you know, control him like that? Like, for, I mean, the the latest thing that came out, it was a leak. We don't know if it was true that some of those executive orders like Trump had no idea. And if you look at him reading them, it looks yeah. like he has no fucking idea what's on them, that that Bannon's doing this shit without him.
2: Well, yeah, the, the supposition was that Trump did not know before he signed it that Bannon put himself on the National Security Council.
1: Right. That was the one. Yeah. yeah. So who's pulling the strings here?
2: It could be both of them. You know, Bannon has his own agenda and Putin has his agenda. He wants to annex a whole bunch of parts of Europe and they're not opposite agendas. They can work together, but have different aims.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't put aside the idea that Bannon has no problem dealing with the Russian oligarchy.
1: Well, the word on the street is, especially with, with Putin, is that there was some kind of $500 billion oil deal that Obama squashed between Russia and Exxon. Mm. Sure. And now that Rex Tillerson's in and Pooty and the Diane Lohans are such best friends that that deal going to be way back on. Probably. So I see that angle. I just I just wasn't sure if Bannon and Russia were somehow connected or if they were just two separate entities, you know. Nothing separate. Just,
2: you know, I mean,
3: parallel. They just have, yes, their interests align on enough things.
2: Or at least don't clash. Yeah. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. So the next thing that I have, and one of the things that I really wanted to get into was the proposed... Well, it actually hasn't been proposed yet, We, but we mentioned it before. I believe this is the same thing as the First Amendment Defense Act. It's uh, Trump's religious freedom order. Yeah. Apparently this was leaked. Uh, it was published by The Nation, and if you look, there's some really fuzzy photographs of some documents mm-hmm. So I don't know how exactly it was leaked. But the Freedom From Religion Foundation put up a really nice summary of the different sections. And I just wanted to hit the highlights. Any any of these you'd have anything about, feel free to jump in. The first section... Is uh, It's the executive order begins with a critical misunderstanding of the Constitution. He declares the Constitution ensures that religious people and organizations, quote, will not be coerced by the federal government into participating in activities that violate their conscience. Uh, The Freedom From Religion Foundation said that this is a misreading of the First Amendment, which underlies the entire executive order. Uh, It's deceitful and un-American. Agreed. Yeah. Section two definitions. It defines a person in the same manner that resulted in the Hobby Lobby decision. Any for-profit corporation being granted the same rights as a as a person, the same quote-unquote religious freedom mm. uh, can be endowed to a company. Uh, section three, the religious freedom principles and policy-making criteria. It. Orders that government employees and private organizations fulfill anyone fulfilling a government role are allowed to bring their personal biases to work as long as those biases are fueled by a religious belief. (laughs) So this completely backs the Kim Davis argument. Wow. Uh, The Kim Davis thing where she could not... uh,
2: Marry. Hmm.
0: Yeah, she, she would not sign a marriage... Licensed, uh, so it completely backs that. If you have a religious belief, you can definitely bring that into your work, even if you work for the government. <laughs> and the last section is really long and complex, but it basically allows any any piece of the Affordable Care Act that mandates anything can be overridden as long as the individual has a religious reason uh. to to violate the uh, the, the Obamacare. So it puts the burden on the religion, but it allows people to anything that has to do with abortion, uh, LGBTQ practice, uh, minority religious, uh, anything. Anything that you can bring up, that your religion, you can cite from the Bible or you can cite from your pastor. You can then not do your job and impede the government in whatever your function is,
2: so that would extend to a, a, what is the, relig- the uh, Christian religion that um, you don't take blood transfusions? Jehovah's Jehovah witnesses. witnesses. Thank you. So Jehovah's Witnesses. So a, a, an organization. If Hobby Lobby was owned by Jehovah's Witnesses, they could refuse health insurance claims that dealt with blood transfusions for all the people that worked for them. And it's extending that right to them.
0: Yes, it easily could.
2: Wow, and they don't they, they don't understand the the, the wrongness of this. Or let's say it's owned by a Jewish organization. You, um, you won't allow your people to work at another
0: job on Saturday. Hmm. Mm. That's a that's an interesting. Since it's not Christian, but the way it's worded, yeah. again, I haven't read the whole thing. But the way the the way I'm reading it is, yeah, that's that could easily be implemented.
1: <laughs> How are Scientologists going to take advantage
0: of this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are there many Scientologists? Well, in government employee, I'm sure not maybe not in you know elected political position but i don't know of any elected scientologists
1: no, that's a good point not yet yeah <laughs> wait till they don't have to pay well i guess they <laughs> wait till they're allowed to endorse people
0: <laughs> yeah this also does i mean this applies to any government employee and I, the, my question is what kind of kickback is there going to be for muslims who work for the government like if they say well my religion says that i don't want to do i don't know whatever are they going to be fine with somebody not serving a christian because of their <laughs> muslim beliefs
2: yeah if you work in the nope. kitchen of the pentagon you can't serve um pork when it when it's sloppy joe day hmm.
3: you make I don't sloppy joes with pork <laughs> that was, <laughs> that, uh, sounds that is amazing odd. well
2: all right so uh a barbecue sandwich then pork barbecue sandwich
3: <laughs> I, I i understand your point yeah. and i think that uh if we've learned anything from the arkansas legislature is that when this comes up we will just declare an emergency situation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that will uh prevent
1: the muslims from voicing their own first of all you're under the assumption there's muslims still working in the white house right now <laughs> no i said pentagon but yeah <laughs> I'm sure they were black bagged <laughs>
0: probably well again this isn't just white house pentagon this is the kim davis of the world too it's yeah. any any courthouse any federal
2: employee yeah well, she was state, so I don't I don't know if this would specifically apply to her, but I'm sure it would be extended in Arkansas, where she's from, so.
0: Oh, yeah, this is being written up as an executive order, as a federal order, so yeah, it would definitely apply to all government employees. Hmm. So
1: this one hasn't been handed down from the mountain yet?
0: No, it has not. Like I said, it's only been leaked.
1: So I wonder if, because I had heard that the, something bad was coming for, for the gays, and I wonder if that's what they were talking about.
2: Maybe. This would be bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this would be very bad. I mean, it's pretty bad for everybody, yeah. but.
2: Unless you're a Christian, <laughs> a right leaning Christian. If you're a left leaning Christian, then that's so good for you. Yeah. Government wide initiative to respect religious freedom. Yeah.
0: Mm hmm.
2: It does not do what you think it does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, and as an atheist, it definitely sounds bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have all these Christians up in arms about how they don't want Sharia law in place. Yeah. That's what this looks like.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's there's no difference here. Call it biblical law, if you like, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: But they're okay with that, though.
1: Well, of course, because it's in their religion. It's this whole thing about Sharia law is so stupid. It's just <laughs> veiled racism.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's weird, because it's not really racism, because Muslims, are. it's not a race, It's but it's discrimination in any case.
1: Well, it, but that's the thing, is, like, you ask any mouth-breathing Trump supporter— point out a brown person to be like oh he's muslim oh true
0: yeah <laughs> i can tell by the color of his skin yeah, yeah. uh so the the next thing i had and is something that uh trump just keeps bringing up everywhere he goes and i'm not talking about his uh numbers at inauguration <laughs> the johnson amendment hmm. they are that's going to be the next thing i think after the first amendment Defense Act, I think they're really going to try and hit the Johnson Amendment. And we've had conversations about the Johnson Amendment before, but the idea behind it is that if you are a nonprofit organization, you're not allowed to speak out, to donate, to political activities with the money that you take in as a 501c you're You're not allowed to do that. You can, like if you're a pastor, you can talk about abortion. that's not a that's not a political activity. You're not endorsing a candidate. You can talk about all the different topics, but you can't endorse a candidate or give money to a candidate. So with the Johnson Amendment gone, what that means is that every church is suddenly a super PAC. Every church, any church, could act as a as a pack you give money to your church and that church can then use that money to endorse any political party
2: Right. Now most churches don't have, are not flush with cash. I mean, your neighborhood church, you know, makes enough money to keep the you know the heat on and the, the place in repair. It's the mega
0: churches that are the problem. That's exactly what the problem is because the the little churches, most of the little churches who aren't taking in enough money for this to be a problem, I'm not worried about that. No,
2: it, the mega churches though are the are the, you know, the the packs of the future. That that they're, they're a real problem
1: because they pull in a ton of money. This isn't going to happen. You don't think? I don't think because, one, we, remember, we talked about this before he was even elected. And that was only because I happened to watch <laughs> a fucking speech where he was talking to a bunch of uh, right preachers and stuff. Like That's called like pews and pastors or some kind of stupid shit like that. And after i had seen that speech, that, I never heard him mention that again. And he only brought it up again at the prayer breakfast. Again, because that was, uh you know, it's a religious thing. He hasn't talked about it as much as the wall, the ban, and all the other other dumb shit that he wanted to do. Again, I think this one might fall by the wayside as far as – because nobody's going to really put the pressure on him to do it. But I've been
2: proven wrong before. (laughs) The piece that I find interesting about it, though, is that um, there are many other nonprofits that are tax-exempt under Section 501c3 of the tax code, which is the specific one that we're talking about, the Johnson Amendment. So, like, there is a – section of the uh, Civil Liberties Union. Uh, Most not-for-profit higher education institutions are 501c3 institutions. So unless he can figure out a way to make it so that it only applies to religious organizations and not all those other people, he's opening up a can of worms that he's not really prepared for. (laughs) Again. Again. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, if the American Civil Liberties Union all of a sudden can endorse candidates and rate candidates on their fitness to be, you know, constitutionality and stuff—that's eh, going to change things a bit.
0: You think they got a lot of money last month?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, not that I am minimizing the strength of the megachurches, because holy crap, no. they make a lot of money.
0: Yeah, and combined, they make way more money and would be able to put a lot more behind it political opponents than the ACLU would. Sure, but but uh, I, it, it's yeah, it's a very dangerous. I mean, and this was enacted in. What, 54? Something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. So, I mean, that was in the height of the McCarthy era. Like, it was the height of the – how How do we think that that's a good thing to remove that now? It just <laughs>
1: – uh, No, because, again, this wasn't something he was talking about at rallies. He only t- mentioned it when he's in front of religious people. True. And you know so, he really doesn't care.
3: <laughs> right.
1: You know well, he really he- doesn't
3: even understand what it is or what they do. No. Well, that's the major And problem. the funny <laughs> thing is,
1: is he's the one who coined it, the Johnson Amendment. Is right? he? Yeah, it huh. had a weird name before that, like you know, a numbered thing is like that. And in the speech, he's like, I, you know, he's like, I told him, let's simplify it. Let's just call it the Johnson Amendment. Huh. And he's like, and that's what like he kept saying it over and over again, you know, to hammer it home.
0: Uh-huh. I had never heard that before. Yeah,
1: I could be wrong. I, again, it could be Trump just talking out of his ass. But he said <laughs> it in the speech that it was. It's, it's called this, whatever, you know, um, Amendment Four Seven Two One, whatever. He's like, but the let's just call protection the and
3: affordable care. Let's just call it the Obamacare to scare people. Yeah.
0: The scary thing is, is like we'd said, and many people have said many times, he listen, he acts on wh- whoever has talked to him the most recent. And he's now being confined to a bubble where he's surrounded by religious and alt-right people. So I I don't know. I'm not. I This one really worries me.
1: Well, this could be Pence. Maybe be like, "Hey, remember you said this at this speech? You know, maybe it's a good time to bring it up again." Yeah. God, it just seems like so ridiculous. Like, it just can't. I mean, what is he planning on doing? Doing a, another EO on this? Probably. Yeah.
3: Probably. Yeah. Executive orders seem to be his jam.
2: I mean, this right. is this is a tax that's regulation. Not the,
0: that's not you know. Does he know. does
2: he have the power to do it? I mean, can he change tax law?
0: That's a good question. Again, I don't know the law around that. I mm. don't. I don't I mean, know yeah, how he if, could do it as an executive order.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if presidents could just. You know, do executive orders and get rid of amendments like that. I mean, why didn't Obama do it when he was coming for all our guns? <laughs> That's it's the thing, though. Out.
0: Once it hits uh, the Republican Congress, do you think do you do think anybody is going to block it? Because you know there are Republicans who would bring it up to the floor.
1: I, I would say yeah. it would have to depend on how it's written, because like Karen said, there's a lot of other things involved in there, you know, that could blow up in their face. Well, yeah.
0: I, and the
2: thing is, I mean, there is nothing currently stopping these mega churches from You know, giving money to political organizations and from um, saying from the pulpit who they support and who the people should vote for. The only thing that's different is that they don't have to pay taxes on their profits. So they are free to do this currently.
0: If they pay taxes on the money they contribute.
2: Right, if they pay taxes on the money they contribute, and even if they're a little bit squirrely about it and they don't say it real specifically, IRS doesn't go go after you. The IRS does not have a long history of enforcing this amendment. If you are just you know skate on the thin edge, they'll let it go. They have for decades let it go. So I don't understand the other. I don't understand what it is they actually want.
0: I'm not even sure who's pushing for it. I mean, I. I know that there are some religious leaders who have mentioned it. Yeah. I but mean,
2: maybe it's the, the super PAC model. I mean, yeah. a, a religious super PAC that gives money to, you know, the most religious of the candidates.
0: That's terrifying. There you terrifying. go. Tr- Trump thinks he can make money off of it. Right.
2: Yeah.
3: That and and honestly, I, I think, you know, to bring it back to hashtag President Bannon, mm-hmm. I think Trump says, you know, hey, Mr. Bannon, what what sort of low level – pandering can i give to the religious right to Mm -hmm. solidify their support but you know it won't be any skin off my teeth and he's like how about the johnson amendment (laughs) what's that tell me more (laughs) don't even tell me more let's say the johnson amendment
2: go for it without understanding what it is what it does sure Sure.
1: i don't know when he was talking about it in that first speech he told a completely bullshit story of meeting with a bunch of priests and high clergymen, and they were like we can't (laughs) They all went up to the tower and prayed together, and uh, he said to them, "You know, I really want you to get out there on the pulpits and really say my name and blah, 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 and tell them you want Trump and you want Trump. And they all got real quiet and, and cowered in the corner, and he was like, what's going on here? Why are you acting this way? And they're like, we, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to talk about it. And he's like, you have to tell me. Please tell me. I got to know why you're all so scared. And they're like. We can't talk about you because we don't. We don't want to pay taxes. <laughs> and uh he's like, "Oh, well, I'm going to change that." He's like, "Cause," and he uses this. I've watched this speech a thousand times because it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> he said, uh, "You've been silenced, silenced like a child has been silenced."
2: <laughs> oh, they've That's been silenced. They've been silenced from from singing the praises of the Trump. Of yes.
1: course. So it's pure ego. And it's funny because at one point he's like, "And they're saying we want Trump. We want Trump." Uh. <laughs> God,
2: he is ridiculous. It's a great he's a he's a ridiculous man-child. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, he yeah, you got to figure it, like we were saying, he's just so insulated. Like what human like genuine human contact does he have in his life, especially now? Especially now that Melania and are are in New York full-time, and he's down there full-time, and he's not allowed to, quote-unquote, not allowed to talk to his children anymore because they're running his business. (laughs) Do you think this guy has friends? No. He has no friends. He has a few business acquaintances that he's gotten to know over the years, and Billy Bush. And
0: sycophants. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) a lot of sycophants. Yeah, Yeah,
3: he has no idea what it means to exist on a human level. He is just a weird, cold, unfeeling... (laughs) like money machine
1: (laughs) but he never has been you know it's not you know this is nothing new no again i've always said this before i'm like i can't even imagine how skewed my world would world view would be if no one ever told me no oh yeah
2: Be horrible. Well, did you read the New York Times article? It was, it was so far-fetched and so fascinating and a glimpse of what it potentially is like in the White House. He, you know, he wanders around and and, and investigates empty rooms in the West Wing of the White House because there's nobody there at the moment. (laughs) He pours over books of, um, he he changed the curtains out from what Obama had and there are these god-awful gold shiny things now. (laughs) But he pours over design books to, you know, deciding what he's going to do to redesign the White House and, that it's I, a very sad picture <laughs> i was
0: wondering po- him poring over books i, I was He'll waiting me that there i'm like what because what i understand books. he right.
1: wants to watch all his shows yep. all his shows in the morning
2: <laughs> no these are design books so that has swatches of cloth and right. stuff right
0: that them. makes a lot more sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, it's creepy
2: yeah he's going to you know decide what color the 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 walls of the lincoln bedroom are going to be i mean Crazy stuff.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's much better because don't get me wrong. When I was talking about him earlier, don't think for a second I have a single bit of sympathy for this man. (laughs) He has he has concocted his own bizarre affluenza bubble that he lives in.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So if you haven't looked at the, the poll on the, the next topic, don't. Um, <laughs> if you've already looked at it, n- n- no big deal. But uh, the last thing that I had kind of – that I wanted to go over was um, – I'm kind of curious. How many people in in America – how many Americans do you think actually think that God had a role to play in the elections? Like literally. Oh, my God. Um, all, out of all Americans.
3: All Americans, I would say – 63%.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, how many think that God had an actual role, not just a, you know... I would say
3: 63%.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, you're way wait, high. Wait, we
1: all get the answer? Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And well, Wait, did you just say <laughs> the answer? I'm going to go with 32%. I'll
0: go 47 hmm. Strangely enough, you're all high. Oh, oh wow. So all right. out of all Americans, it was 28%.
2: I win. Well, I don't know how true that was. Nobody
0: asked me. <laughs> true. <laughs>
2: That's
3: true. So they what broke the it down, size? though.
0: White evangelical Protestants, 57%. Sure. And this is... There
3: we go. There's my people. This has
0: <laughs> had a major role. Uh, if you include had a minor role, it goes up to uh, to uh,
3: 71%. Yeah.
0: Uh, all Americans, if you say major or minor role, it's 41%. So... Yeah, 41% is pretty good. White, or sorry, non-white Protestants, major role, 47%. Hmm. And then you drop down, to, here's the one that I thought was interesting. You drop down to Catholic. How many Catholics thought God had a major role in the U.S. election?
3: 92%.
0: 20%. 20, I say it's low. 21.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Very yeah, low. because the Pope was not a big fucking fan of Trump.
2: Yeah. No, he's still not. And Catholics don't think that God intervenes that directly.
3: Oh, okay. I did not know that.
2: Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's not, like, evangelical Christians are a little bit crazy about, you know, God speaks to me and stuff. Catholics don't do that. They have other craziness, but they don't do that.
3: Sure. Now, am I way wrong, or has has the Pope been not so subtly hinting <laughs> that uh, Trump is Hitler? <laughs> <laughs>
2: It could be interpreted that way. I think.
3: <laughs> well, he keep he keeps giving out like vague warnings about hey, remember that you know <laughs> Hitler didn't didn't steal power. He was elected by the people and told them he would give their country the identity back. So be careful, everyone.
2: Well, I mean, he is following in the early role in the early model of Hitler. So yeah, this is distinct possibility. The, the fortunate part is he's not smart enough to pull it off.
1: And I really the the American
0: public is a little too savvy.
2: Yes, they are. I think those two factors will prevent it from
0: happening. And if this were 50 years ago. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and and there's Twitter.
3: <laughs> and there's <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say if, if if information were not shared so freely, yeah. then I would be worried, but you are correct.
0: I'm still worried, but I'm not worried he's going to turn into <laughs> yeah. Hitler. It's just he's just going to try. Mm. So then try the, hard. The other thing that uh, the other poll, this actually comes from 538.com. Um there was a poll that asked the U.S. public to be "quote unquote" truly American, being able to speak English. Let me, get, let me get your numbers on this. How many people polled think that you should have to speak English to be truly American? Oh, I bet oh you my that's god, high. It's,
3: got, it's a huge number. Yeah, yeah that's high. People, people are outraged when there's a Spanish option on an ATM.
0: Yeah. I'm going to um, include. There's a, there's two two options, that are very important and somewhat important. I'm going to include those together. Okay.
3: Um, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to say 82%.
1: No, I'm going to go 74. Um, what do I honestly think it is without trying? I'm going to, I'm see, I feel it's somewhere in the 80s, too. Oh, like mm. 85, just be.
0: <laughs> this a one, one up. being able to speak English, 92% of Americans poll There you go. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
3: How about, have, is that not reasonable?
0: That Wait, you have no, to speak English to be truly American? Right. In order to pass
2: the uh, citizenship test, unless you are – I don't know what the age cutoff is. If you're very old and you're like brought with your family, you don't have to speak English. But otherwise, you have to speak English and you have to converse with somebody enough to pass the test.
1: Yeah, like my stance on this is, no, you don't have to speak English to be truly American, but could you make an effort?
2: Yes, I, agreed. I think you
0: should make because an effort. I mean, if I go yeah. to like you know, I traveled to Greece. I made an effort to learn enough Greece to be able to get a taxi, to, you know, ride somewhere. Mm-hmm. I right. think there
1: should be some effort. But when I was working in New York and I was running that store, sometimes Spanish-speaking people would come up to me and go fucking insane that I didn't speak Spanish and I didn't have somebody speaking Spanish running my store.
2: No, that's unreasonable.
1: And yeah. I would be like, "You're you're fucking crazy!" Like I wouldn't go to Spain and demand people to speak English.
2: Right. Yes, well, most Americans would, but that's a different <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> one. It depends.
3: Am I on vacation or am I trying to be truly Spanish?
1: You're on vacation. Am I
3: trying to be considered truly Spanish? Well, either way,
1: yeah, even if language. you were on vacation, sure. Ian, and you went to a store – and start speaking English, would you throw an outrage that nobody spoke English in there?
3: Nope, I would apologize and quietly leave in an awkward way, <laughs> mm. and leave and, and leave my uh, Mexican Coca-Cola on the counter and apologize a second time.
0: <laughs> uh, so let me ask you this. How many uh, polled believe that to be truly American, you have to be born in the United States?
1: Mm, this is going to be unfortunately high. True, well, yeah. See that what is truly American? Like,
0: well, it's a, yeah. It's a completely opinion that you, you're not a true American unless.
1: Yeah,
3: this is going to be less, but it's going to be high. So let's say sixty-nine percent of the people polled.
1: Oh, I don't like this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to go seventy-five.
1: Wow. Sixty-five.
0: Fifty-five. Yeah. Nice. 55% cool. of the America of the, yeah.
3: Good job, people poll. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And now here's the one that I really wanted to get to. How many people in this poll believe to be truly American, you have to be a Christian?
1: Yeah. 30 100%. <laughs> no. 30.
0: That's
2: probably about right. Yeah.
1: I would I, even say lower than that. I'm just going to say
0: 20.
1: 51%. What? Oh,
0: half, brutal. Half the Americans polled. Bel- wow. believe you need to be a Christian to be truly American
1: so Fuck no Jews him? you can't even be Jewish and
0: be truly American right exactly that's wow. no, not religious it's Christian
1: that's higher than I anticipated yeah that's scary
2: yeah where was this poll was it in Texas
0: <laughs> <laughs> no it was nationwide
1: again I wasn't asked
0: <laughs> and this is uh, 538 so this is a uh, it's a poll of polls all done by the uh, Pew Research Center
2: it's, it, that is one thing that um, I had an argument against uh, with all polling. Is Most polling is done f- to landline telephones. This, this has- was
0: not. This was uh, – it included mm? – uh, according to what I'm reading is it included uh, phone calls as well as some web activity. So some of it was on the web. Mm.
2: On the web is hard to verify that um, only one – people are only voting once.
0: Uh, you have to have signed up for Pew to be a member of Pew Research. Okay. So they have to know who you are, so they know there's no double voting. Okay. But then it's going to be people who are willing to participate in research. Professional pollers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, in contrast, there's an article that I found on uh, Pathos. dot com. Germans. How many Germans? Young Germans. They polled young Germans. Well, what mm-hmm. is it? Thirty. Thirty years old and younger so eight between 18 to 30 how many germans think christianity is an important part of their national identity 15%
3: uh, yeah i was going to say 30 and younger it's yeah. be is low. 18 to 30 8% yeah it's going to be
0: singles or close to 10 yeah <laughs> of the people polled zero literally <laughs> <Nice>. zero germans <laughs> <Wow. laughs> that christianity is part of their uh i just thought that was interesting so hence My comment earlier, that maybe if you want to get away from the religious, uh, Germany is where to go. I hear they're good at engineering as well. (laughs) Oh, their language is so awful, though.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's
3: gloriously angry.
0: (laughs) Uh, One other piece of news, I put this under good news, so I put it at the end. Uh, The Boy Scouts have allowed transgender children to join. Good for them.
2: Yeah. It is good for them. This is something that, this is probably a horrible thing to ask, but how... Can a child make that determination before they hit puberty that they are tran- transgendered?
1: I don't know. this well, is this, an honest question. Does this just go to tr- to the the actual boys joining, or does it also go to scout masters and stuff like that?
0: Uh, that is a good question. I feel that I have read that, and I'm not 100% sure what the answer was. Because I was
1: pretty sure they're they're gay ban, even though they're like, no gay people, you know, like, even even a child to even determine if they're gay at such a young age is odd as well.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: I I knew that there was a lot of gay scoutmasters, and it kind of was like, we need to get rid of these guys. That
0: is in the article. uh, They allowed openly gay scouts in 2013. They allowed openly gay scout leaders in 2015. Uh, Transgender? It does. I don't see anything about scout leaders for transgender.
2: It's interesting because I mean that is a Mormon-supported organization now, the Boy Scouts of America, right? And yeah, and it has been for quite some time, quite quietly. But it's surprising to me that they have made this turnaround because yeah, very much so. I I did not anticipate that they would actually back down and allow people.
0: To join especially since they really aren't backing down on you know the church in general
2: yeah well maybe they're taking it the approach of well it will we will embrace them and
0: fix them <laughs> mm, possibly that's a scary thought yeah um one thing that uh, is also pointed out in this article being that it is on a uh non-religious website if a scout leader finds out that you're an atheist they can kick you out instantly
1: <laughs> well, there you go once again <laughs> most
0: hated people in the world <laughs> yep that's okay though. <sighs> uh we are I think running a little bit on time but there's one thing that Karen I think you wanted you want to bring this up. Oh. The new the Manhattan t- mental yeah. floss.
2: This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. So in Manhattan there is a wire that runs around the island and all of Manhattan from, I don't know how far up, way up the island to all the way to the end of the island. And the purpose of this wire is so the,
1: the
0: Whoa, Jews- Wait, wait, wait. wait. Wo- oh, wo- 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 he sorry. ruined it. I was going to- I, ruined it. I was, Are you guys aware of this wire, what it, What it is? Uh, no, I was I thinking not, it was going it
1: let, to
3: be- go ahead. I thought it was a, I thought this was a joke. I no, thought no, no. The, that the wire was addressed in a commercial years, uh, like a year or three ago, that it was a secret- a, a secret network of zip lines that only Jerry Seinfeld and Jay Leno could travel on to get across the city. No, it's not.
0: It's not an angled wire. It's a, it's a completely horizontal. It uh, it is almost the same level, a little above, like phone lines, electric line, that sort of thing. Right. It's like at but the it, top of poles, but it's it's nearly invisible. It's transparent. Right
2: very thin wire, and it costs a group of Orthodox synagogues $100,000 years, $100, a year to maintain it. So they go out and make sure it's complete. And it's a complete loop that goes around
0: Manhattan proper. All up including parts of, of Harlem all the way down to lower Manhattan.
1: Right. And does it shock gay people if they try to get off of Manhattan? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs>
2: nope. the, the purpose of it is um, so that – during, uh, on was it on Saturdays, the Jewish people can go outside in Manhattan and in this enclosed area and it, it, it officially makes it their, quote, home,
0: unquote, I'm using air quotes. <laughs> so the Jewish law states that you cannot work on the Sabbath.
2: You can't carry anything and you cannot do work
0: outside of your home. You must be home. The Sanhedrin way back determined that this includes picking anything up. Right. So you can't pick up your keys to go to your car because that's work. You can't pick up your child and carry them outside your home because that's work. Right. So you're not allowed to do work outside your private residence. This wire and the, what the Represents, rule what the rule yeah. states is that it has to be a private. You have to be in your private residence. Except they define the way it's defined in you know the the Bronze Age or whatever is <laughs> it's uh, your your private home is a wall it has to be walled in so this is a symbolic wall so the idea behind that is so
1: fucking stupid i'm sorry (laughs) they declared that stupid
0: (laughs) a wall can have as many doors as you can imagine so this wire is a wall that's nothing but doors but it's still a wall because it attaches to the posts on the top of the post so the post is part of the wall so this is a way for them to be able to walk around manhattan and do whatever they want and they're still in their own private residence so that's not so they can still do work so they're they trick not- god is yeah, yeah. so tricking god
1: they're tricking god right
2: they're bending the rules to an astonishing amount <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean if you're gonna go that far why even follow the fucking religion
2: <laughs> well it, it's interesting if you go if you look into um you know, Judaism. There's a lot of things like this. They bend the law like it is nobody's business.
1: It's amazing. Oh, I, Did, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> we've all seen religious at one point, right? Yes. Yeah. Did you, you remember the part where they showed well, the guy oh, making it. up all the devices so Jews could use shit? Like, yes. uh, on the Sabbath, like the phone that's constantly dialing numbers, and you're allowed to poke a stick apparently <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> it stops the number so you can make a phone call. Right. Yeah.
2: It's it's along that same line. Yeah. The, right. the, they they maintain they spend money on this.
0: Piece of monofilament. And it's not just they spend Every Thursday, they go out. They they have people that go out and check on this wire in different sections of the city to make sure that it's in place so that on the Sabbath, they're good to go.
2: Yeah.
1: That invisible wire is just fooling God. He's like, all right, you you found the loophole in this one. I'll let it slide. (laughs)
2: Technically, you're following the
1: rules. It's all doors. I get it. Ha ha. Have fun.
2: (laughs) I love it.
3: Like, I mean, to think that they have to... Present such an elaborate charade mm. to make themselves comfortable with what they're doing. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm with Jared. I feel like wouldn't it just be better, easier, and equivalent to just say, "No, we no longer regard that as religious law. We do what we want." <laughs> you would think, <laughs> but they have they they, they have constructed a hundred thousand dollar a year lie <laughs> that needs maintenance every day. Every, well, every you, Thursday. Yeah, checking every th- th- Thursday. Oh, Thursday, Shoot, what, <laughs> Why not check it on Saturday? Because that would be work. It's they, they, in their own home.
0: No, but it's <laughs> not. Well, not. <laughs> to oh. go outside the wire. If the wall <laughs> right, fa- oh, it came down, the they're not in their own home anymore.
3: <laughs> that's true. Okay, so you got to check it on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, the, the Saturday is what they're fighting for, so why would you want to waste it doing maintenance on your <laughs> spirit wall? Well, and Maybe They, they have to do it on
0: Thursday, mm-hmm. because right. Friday they can actually still do work before sunset. Right. You, but, right. So you have all day Friday before sunset to get the wire back in place.
1: Whew.
3: That's that's good eats. And you know, they
1: feel like, I feel like they should spend more money trying to figure out how they can wear normal clothes during the summertime and not swelter <laughs> and stink to death as opposed to this stupid-ass wire. <laughs> like, is, Can't they find a loophole for that?
3: I don't know. That that was costing them an entire day out of the week. That was a big deal, dude. But yeah, I uh, I don't know why you got to wear the...
0: So I'm posting a, a link to the New York Post. If you scroll down in that link, uh, you can actually see uh, it has some pictures that show you the wire uh, with a, a building in the background so that you can actually see where it is.
1: And it, and I want to throw sneakers on that wire so badly now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it has a name. It is the, it's Aerov, R- yes.
0: E-R-U-V, yeah. Yeah, and an Arab. This is not the only Arab. Arabs. Uh, this is the biggest, but there is an Arab in Denver. There's an Arab in St. Louis. A lot of major cities have these if they have large Jewish populations.
2: Is it just the Americans that are bending the rules
0: this much? As, as far as I'm aware, but I I can't say that for sure. No, it's it's other
1: places too. They, they there's all kinds of things where, like on the Sabbath, the elevators and buildings will all just go from floor to floor opening doors so people can walk in and not have to push their floor button <laughs> i mean it's insanity it's <laughs> wow and if well,
0: you can- look at the uh, the google map there's a specific google map it's made for the jewish residents there are notes all along different sections that tell you that okay the arab is only covers the east side of the street here it only covers the west side of the street over here so you can pull up you know your google map and see whether or not you're still covered. If, say,
1: some asshole decided that one day he's like, I just want to fuck with all the Jews in Manhattan, snipped one point on that line, does that break down the whole thing? Because now it's not one concurrent line going all the way around?
0: Yes. The point oh, of it is it is man. a continuous loop. That's awesome. <laughs> it has to be a continuous wall. It has to be an enclosed area.
1: Yeah. So all you have to do is you have to do it on Friday... And you're rock solid.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> because they're only checking it on Thursday. But they'll check it on Thursday, see that it's okay, not know any better and just go about their business. Well I'm gonna as make easy. sure
1: I point it out to him Ray when oh, I'm okay. the one cutting his
0: wire. <laughs> send out a Jew alert.
3: <laughs> you see, you did stuff all day Saturday and nothing happened.
2: <laughs> it's okay. But God is now gonna send you to hell. Manor. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so we never did a we never did a podcast on Crazy Jewish beliefs, but here's one.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's pretty bonkers. that on the list. It's awesome.
2: It's just so strange that they have, this is what they've determined is the solution to their, their you know, not going out on Friday or Saturday problem. I don't know which day it is. Saturday, I suppose.
1: Don't understand. <laughs> As one Mr. Brian Etzel will say, they played within the rules. They're fine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Does anybody have anything else? I have one really quick thing to say. Okay. Uh, we, we don't need to talk about it, but I just got an alert. It's good news, mm. so we won't go too crazy onto it. But San Francisco just became the first U.S. city to offer free community college. Really? really? Wow. Yep. <laughs> All you have good to do is uh, live have lived in the city for over a year.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Good for them. So you mentioned that there was news, and I just grabbed my phone and got an update that uh, Elizabeth Warren was told to take a seat- after clashing with uh, Mitch McConnell during the Jeff Sessions confirmation debate, oh, so I'm looking at that now too.
2: Jesus. They're doing that tonight. Yes. Oh, right. The only reason they were waiting on Jeff Sessions because if he's if he was voted in, he would no longer be a senator, and then they wouldn't have enough to get Betsy DeVos in. So they had to wait on him. So now they're doing hurry up.
0: Yep. Okay. Right. Once they got her confirmed, they're they're able to get to lose his Senate seat. Right.
2: Well, what about anybody else that comes up? Oh, because they, they don't think they're going to have
0: two traitors in their midst. <laughs> right. Uh, I think. Okay. In any case, I yeah. really tried to end on a positive note. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks for ruining that, Ray. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but hey, there was what you had, so that yeah. – yeah. um, All right, I think that's all we've got for this week. If anybody has any questions co- or comments, they can uh, leave them on the website, profaneargument.com. And I'd also like to encourage people to check out other podcasts and shows on soon to be named network.com, which we are a member of. Uh, there are a lot of kind of like-minded shows, and yeah, check them out. If you'd like to support this podcast, give us a review on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on SoundCloud, or uh, go to profane arg- profaneargument.com and buy a t-shirt. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen.
3: I'm Jared. This is Ian.
0: Thank you, good night, and may your guy go with you.
1: Well, okay, you know you've had your fun, but come on, there's got to be someone. Has he yet become so
3: numb and succumb? And goddamn, I am so tired
1: of a tell you.